Greetings, friends. It's Thursday, October 5th, 2023. I know I said it was 2024 on last week's episode, but listener, rest assured, it is still 2023. You have not hit some sort of time slip. We are not a year in the future. It is 2023, Thursday, October 5th. Chapo back with you again. Uh, same crew as last time. Myself, Felix, Chris, and of course, the lovely Catherine Krieger filling in on the third mic position. Surprise. I'm back. The bitch is back. I'm back. <laughs> so, um, I guess to kick off the show, I gotta say, uh, no updates to provide you on Matt. No, nothing new. Nothing new in there. Just keep those prayers incoming. And uh, one thing that I forgot to mention on last week's show that I feel uh, an obligation to acknowledge as officially part of the show is I do have to give a chapo tip o the cap to our longtime friend Rod Dreher. <laughs> who when the Matt, um, when we announced the Matt news, Rod actually had uh, uh, some very uh, kind and nice things to say, uh, well, wishing the best for Matt and acknowledging that, like, uh, although we hate him, he's still, uh, you know, he is, I, I, somebody I have to respect, he did the Christian thing here. But I feel like somewhat compelled to clarify that, like, I, I don't hate, I, we don't hate Rod Dreher. I hate the things he believes in and stands for. <laughs> but you're thankful for his existence. I'm thankful for him. And like, as we've talked about on the show, like you can't spend that much time in another person's head, even if you're doing it for cheap comedy purposes and not have a certain affection for Rod. Yeah, no, I, it's kind of true about anyone that we've watched for like seven or eight years, but like Rod, especially you can't know that much about someone and totally hate them. I don't think we've ever hated him. I can't know that much about any one man's gay porn uh, preferences <laughs> and not and not have a grudging admiration for his his style, his singular style, even though I find his politics repugnant. I mean, I guess there was a time when I would have said I hated Rod Dreher, but you know, like uh, as you as we grow and mature and go through life's trials and tribulations, you know, I, I just once again, Rod, thank you for the love and you know the, the the true demonstration of the Christian values. Maybe his prayers actually matter. Maybe he has a direct <laughs> I mean, line yeah. to God. I, I mean, like, like if, if anyone's do, it's his. <laughs> yeah. Like he, yeah, he's, I mean, no one has gone on a religious journey like he has since like the third century. <laughs> <laughs> he has a, a, a finger on so many different lines to yeah. God that yeah. the chance of one of them be like actually connecting to the phone upstairs is pretty good. Most of the time when I see somebody who's a right winger, like say that they're a Christian, most of their output is just like, uh, they're ruining Star Wars, which is part of our <laughs> our mono myth. I love the mono myth. It was yeah. the, the Babylon Bee guy that was just like, "This is what their goal is to change our our cultural mono myth." Yeah, he was that that guy was crying about like <laughs> one of the one of the guy who directs like one of the eighty seven Star Wars shows uh, who. Dave Filoni, who looks like Dark Side Phil, <laughs> his wife, like, you know, wore one of those, like, uh, Gen X shirts. It's like, you know, drink coffee and hail Satan. Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh no wonder there's abortion in Star Wars now. <laughs> and, it, 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 like, that is most American Christians you'd see. It's just, like, American Christian Christianity should just be its own thing. Pagans, it, paganism. Yeah, yeah it paganism. is complete paganism. That's why they care about Star Wars so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, in the 70s, uh, these people, rightfully so, were like, oh, Star Wars is a way to uh, get get our kids into witchcraft. And now they're like, um, the Return of the Jedi is the most important part of scripture. <laughs> they're ruining it. And just like early Christianity and paganism, um, you know, Star Wars is like paganifying Christianity through the uh, one of the the second ever Star Wars texts, the Star Wars Christmas special. Yeah, it's yes. inserting Ewok Life Day, or no, I guess that was after the Ewoks That's into canon. the Christian monomyth. All, the, all their yep, no. all their engagement with like God and demons and shit is like they don't even have to leave Roku City. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like Rod is actually engaging with all of those things. Yeah, he's like living I, in a monastery somewhere right now. Yeah. Surrounded by young men. He's a, he, he doesn't know what's on Disney+. Plus. He doesn't care about that shit. Yeah, I genuinely respect the guy. And he can make booyabop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, like, I would... 
If Rod wanted to fix Sesame Base, I would happily eat his Booyah Base, his delicious fish stew, unlike his rotten fucking family. But I, one more thing about the Dave Filoni thing. Uh, I was just going to say one more thing to the people um, concerned that our monomyth, uh, our cultural monomyth is being perverted by uh, liberal revisionism. I think it's like uh, fucking George Lucas, the guy who created the monomyth, has like said outright that like when they did the original trilogy, he was like, well, obviously I was um, thinking that the, like, you know, basically... That the the rebel alliance, the, Peterson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, the point is that uh, he he viewed it as an allegory for the Viet Cong, <laughs> like that the, the the Jedi and the rebels were like Ho Chi Minh. Um, I guess just uh, further on the uh, adversaries uh, wishing Matt well, I got I also have to acknowledge Peter Dow. Yes. Peter Dow, who uh, uh, had some nice words for Matt, and also campaign manager to Cornell West. Also, weird Mike Cernovich, who simply replied with the prayer, the hands praying emoji. Listen, I feel like a lot of you know a lot of fans, uh, but unfortunately, unbelievers were also saying like, "Hey, I'm dusting off my my prayer knees," um, which we appreciate, but also, um, God is not listening to you. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, it matters a lot more coming from people who you know. Yeah, and it, I'm not one of them. So yeah. Don't get me don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah. They have a direct line if anyone does. So yeah, like that's uh, filling you in on the match front. But uh, now let's 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 talk about some things that are going on in the news. And of course, the first story I got to talk about today is one that we've uh, covered quite a bit on this show. Commander is at it again, biting Secret Service agents in, <laughs> in the White House. Headline of the New York Times: Biden's dog bites another Secret Service officer. It says President Biden's dog commander bit a member of the Secret Service at the White House on Monday evening. The latest in a series of episodes in which one of the Biden family's pets has bitten people since the president took office in 2021. Uh, yesterday around 8 p.m., a Secret Service uniform division police officer came in contact with a first family <laughs> pet and was bitten. Steve Kopeck, a spokesman for the agency, said on Tuesday, the officer was treated by medical personnel on complex. The officer is doing well, according to Mr. Kopeck. I mean... Thank God, I think Commander's mouth wasn't filled with fentanyl. <laughs> Thank God Commander isn't a freaking pit bull. Uh, I love that they have to report that with the standard cop came into contact yeah. <laughs> with, tactically gave scratches to... Uh, and it's because, like, you know, Commander's a German Shepherd, which is the most cop of all dogs. So I, I would look like a commander to have um, a press office like the police do. <laughs> commander engaged uh, kinetic action with a, uh, a an armed individual in the White House location. Secret Service agent or officer um, came into contact with uh, dog's mouth. <laughs> uh Commander Biden engaged uh, engaged in a, a peanut butter style situation <laughs> on one of the uh, a member of the White House security force um, uh, engaged his genital region with a peanut butter style uh, solution. Commander is the second White House. Dog. Yeah, was, they've was, already set one to a they already farm set major to the farm. Yeah, like and how many times is this commander having bitten someone? Like several already. If this happened in the wild, like this dog would be put down. Neither the Secret Service nor the White House provided any additional details about the incident on Monday, but aides to Jill Biden, the First Lady, have said that the episodes are the result of the stress the dogs feel from being at the White House. How stressful could that possibly be for a dog? It's a big house. <laughs> also, like every president has a dog. And, you know, this is never, we've never seen reporting about is this. It's like, <laughs> is someone like molesting these dogs? <laughs> like, it's, it's I, it, like, this is just like never happened. And it only happens with Biden's fucking dogs. I didn't even know he had it in him to like, aggravate his dogs <laughs> like what could he possibly be doing this is great uh the, as we've noted before the white house can be a stressful environment for family pets and the first family continues to work on ways to help commander handle the often unpredictable nature of the white house grounds commander but this is, is like, meeting with fucking <laughs> president this is G never or whatever. Yeah. this is never <laughs> like george w bush had a scottish terror which are the Fucking worst dogs in the world. Little cunts. <laughs> they're like, they're just these like horrible, like mustache shaped little fucking assholes with like just worst personality Get than even asses. chows. <laughs> like chows are at least like nice to their owners. Scottish Terriers are just like, I don't know what they were bred for to keep people out of Scotland. They're, they're like little pieces of shit. They can't do anything except be mean to people. And Barney never bit anyone, as far as I know. <laughs> Pull on the 
the name of George W. Bush's dog. Barney. Yeah. I, I'm starting to go like like a little truther on this. Like I think, you know, at, at base, the Secret Service agents are cops. What do cops love to do? They love to shoot dogs. So I think like the Secret Service, like, you know, they're uh, goading these these incidents into happening. Well, Felix, you said that. Like you think this like the Secret Service, they're all oh, damn no. bongino types who hate Biden. Well, a friend of my, a friend of mine who's like a a pretty big lib proposes to me that like the Secret Service agents are like either getting bit by their own dogs at home on purpose, <laughs> or like goading uh, Biden's dogs, which is like the most interesting theory I've heard behind it, and like it's worth entertaining because I I, I mean like. Okay, if commander if commander bit like secret service agents and like you know the ambassador from Myanmar it would be like okay he's a bad dog but he only seems to bite like one type of person and it does give that theory some credence. I love this from the New York Times. Internal emails obtained by a conservative watchdog group and released to the public this summer documented 10 instances of, quote, aggressive behavior by the president's pets. I love that this is what conservative watchdog groups are on about these days. Is this Tom Fitton's outfit? Is this Judicial Watch? <laughs> uh, but the follow-up story, this is from yesterday in the New York Times. Um, Biden's dog is no longer at the White House after latest biting incident. What? Yeah, yeah. He's gone away to live on another farm. You got Camp David or something. Everyone deserves a 21st chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what are they, like, the president has to have a dog. What are they going to replace him with? Another German Shepherd? I mean, pro that's literally what happened last time. He just keep he keeps buying, like, I don't even think he's buying them. He's just, like, finding them outside. <laughs> he just keeps finding, like, dirtier dogs. He's and like, then, he, uh, yeah. and he dogs keeps, like Catherine and I get cats. Yeah. And he just keeps, like, he sees a German Shepherd, like, a feral German Shepherd, and, like, thinks it's major. Uh, just is like, yeah, bring that guy in. Maybe these are, the German Shepherds are kind of like a tulpa of, you know, Biden, as yeah. we all know, uh, we can get it to that age. The, and the way, especially the way Biden has to present himself, he is calm collected the grandfatherly figure to uh to america in this time of of acute crisis but we all know beneath that and i believe there's been some support reports of this that he had does have kind of a temper he has a bit of a temper yeah uh and perhaps the the repressed temper is just embodied in these yeah, right. so, animals so the, that just manifest on the white in the that, rose garden after so that's like that's the part of his personality that's like you know my kids are not going to school in a black jungle. <laughs> like all, all this stuff he said for the last 40 years. Serbs that he said just systematically Serbs are, deny yeah. and repress. Serbs it's got to go somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all that stuff. Uh, this is the amazing like uh, the news coverage of this though. I'm just going to read this here. It says, it's shocking that he can be so aggressive, said another White House staffer. I've never seen him like that. Indeed, the wild discrepancy in commander's behavior has left White House staffers past and present trying to come up with theories about it, according to two separate sources who adamantly refuse to be named. The dog could sometimes be seen wandering the White House halls at night, sounding out a bizarre clicking noise. One wondered aloud whether the dog might have been communicating with something. To which I have to say, like, they're, they've all been replaced by the thing. Yes. The White House is, they're all things there right now. The tentacles are out. Like, they've all been replaced by, uh, yeah, the thing. A clicking noise? I got to say, if, if I was, like, up late in any house, let alone the White House, and saw a lone German shepherd wandering the halls making a clicking noise. I'd be, I'd be out of there. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's... It's like the first time something haunted happens in your new house. Like a lot of people are like, oh, it's my it's my house. I'm not going to leave, even though it seems a little haunted. No, I'm out of there immediately. Also, like just like encountering a German shepherd wandering the halls like is kind of like spooky enough. Oh, yeah. I, unless it's like your dog, which like, you know, maybe Biden is also wandering the halls. I like the idea that like they're trying to come up with uh, explanations for his behavior, and the explanation they've come on is uh, he wanders the hall clicking at night. <laughs> <laughs> He's haunted. He's you know he needs an exorcism. Oh man, well, I am I am pretty impressed that like okay like if the conspiracy theory isn't true and he really is just like an evil clicking <laughs> dog, uh, <laughs> like that. I mean I don't expect this from White House staffers, obviously, but like a Secret Service agent or like a Marine or something. I'm surprised they haven't like killed him because like, like, like if there was like an evil dog tormenting me, I would, I would give it a few chances, but eventually I'm killing it. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, he's gotten a few chances. And again, like they carry guns. Do- uh, cops love killing dogs. Well, I know he's talking uh, about it's, it's their prime directive when they <laughs> respond to incidents. I mean, even uh, shooting, discharging a gun in the White House, that's like the end of your career. But like. <laughs> <laughs> what, well, under certain circumstances. Right, yes. right. But like. <laughs> one, one in particular. What, what it, like. One of your best chances to kill anything with a sword is a bad dog. <laughs> I'm like, couldn't you test the strength? Couldn't you like katana? just go up to one of those marines? Like those marines don't use those swords at all. <laughs> oh right, like the the sabers yeah, that they have in the yeah. dress uniform. With yeah. like uh, Hessen said in every movie before a marine kills himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they get their, their, their dress blues. Put a little sword on and do some like rifle twirling yeah. before blowing their brains out. <laughs> so. That, yeah, J.D. Walsh, if you good man. The, it, that is that happened in like thirty movies from the nineties, and they all. It's uh, what was that Nicolas Cage movie that takes place in Atlantic City? Oh, Snake Eyes, Snake Eyes, and fucking that other one, uh, Murder at sixteen hundred. Oh yeah, it's always the same plot. It's always like some fucking piece of shit old marine who like. If you really are trying to get into chronology, it's like he last saw combat in like Granada. <laughs> and the plot of the like the secondary plot of the movie is like he killed like a 21-year-old girl so the Navy could get like some like special missile defense system. <laughs> That's the plot of Snake Eyes. It's like literally 30 movies are like that. And then like they always get caught and they're like, I I want to see more great boys die <laughs> because of budget cuts. And then they <laughs> And then they do the twirl and kill themselves. They're so, they're so haunted. Yeah. Do we imagine that there are any like ceremonial or historic sabers in the White House? Like, is Andrew Jackson's cavalry saber hanging somewhere? Uh, I mean, they got a lot of memorabilia in the yeah. White House. Yeah. Uh, don't send OJ in there. <laughs> also, like, uh, here's my question. You know, as a, a reluctant cat person, or just a cat, just a cat person, because we live in New York. What, like you never hear a mention of the Biden's cat. That was that was my. Wait, primary. do they have a cat? Yes, they yeah. do. Really? That was my primary concern. Like with Major, was like, okay, we've got this crazy dog on the loose. This has to be stressing the cat out. Someone <laughs> saved the cat. Send him to our house. <laughs> I have forgotten all about the cat. I don't yeah, even no, know the cat. I, I, I had no idea they had, they he had a, cat. a cat. Yeah, it would be awesome to have a president who was like a twenty cats person, <laughs> a hoarder. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, they got the space. Uh, Woodrow Wilson was kind of like someone who has mental illness from having too many cats. <laughs> yes, he would. He he was like someone who had toxoplasmosis. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. The cat is Willow Biden, born January third, twenty twenty. Uh, is an American tabby domestic short-haired cat. Never hear about Willow anymore. Never hear about Willow. <laughs> Get Tom fitting on that. What are they? What are they hiding? <laughs> what are they hiding with this cat? And of course. I remember, like the Clintons, they only they only had a cat. Yeah, they had socks. They had socks. Um, I will say, like the one great thing Obama did, Portuguese water dog. He had a Portuguese water dog, and like those I, really, I, those are genius dogs who like have only ever been recorded as attacking evil people. <laughs> like a Portuguese water dog, you know, when people make working dogs, they're usually given like an idiot's job. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you have to sit at a fence and bark at other soldiers or like, you know, you have to run around sheep, scare them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could do that easily. <laughs> Portuguese water dogs are given a job that like, you know, they would be skilled labor. They're bred to swim messages in between boats. And That's are, so cool. It's so sick. And they actually, they know they're supposed to do that. We we had one and we would like just write down, like just scribble on a piece of paper and tell ours like, go, you know, go give this to mom. And she would like they, they know they're supposed to do their job. And Bo Obama never attacked anyone. Nope. He was able to ret- to retrieve several secret security agents, uh, social security number and credit card information over the course uh, of there, Obama's there is, tenure. There is no such thing as unskilled dog labor, by the way. There's only labor, okay? I gotta say, though, if you're a world leader and your choice of dog is German Shepherd, I gotta say, not a good look. Because there were, you know, obviously history's most famous German Shepherd enthusiast was... Adolf Hitler. I mean, if you're going to take things that the Nazis did and be like, that's prohibited, that's a lot of things. <laughs> it's, it's like, they also drove cars. Yeah, it's like, good cars. Yeah. <laughs> Famously good yeah. cars. Like, okay, I can't drive an Audi. Great. Um, but it's more so that it's like a boring dog. Like, 
I always thought yeah, like they're not particularly like attractive or like known for their personality. Yeah. Like I think it's like like it's like a cop. It's like there's nothing there. Yeah, it's the worst case of that is how fucking Putin, who like fucking Putin, <laughs> he like you know whether it's officially or not, he probably like has command of billions of dollars, right? Like he has he lives the lifestyle of someone who has billions of dollars, whether he officially has that or not. I know that's a big debate, the supposed hidden wealth of Putin, but like he, he is, he has a type of power that like few other world leaders have in their own country. And he gets to ride around on submarines and do all this shit. And he has like priceless watches and all the, all, all this stuff. Robert, Kraft, a, Robert Kraft's he Super Bowl Robert ring. Kraft's ring <laughs> and he has a fucking Labrador retriever. <laughs> It's so fucking stupid. It's like it's like you're the type of person who's supposed to have like a tiger or something. I gotta say, whether 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 you're getting a dog or a tiger, whether you're a world leader or a regular person, I simply must state adopt, don't shop. Yeah. Although now I am imagining like what what's better than a dog in a little outfit? Wouldn't it be fun to see a German shepherd wearing like Oakley shades like a cop? And I mean, like, I, I truly believe that most police departments give you challenge coins for every dog you kill. So you know it must be driving these Secret Service agents nuts. Because no. this is literally the one dog in America you cannot kill. It's got to be yeah. burning them up. That's why we keep getting all this reporting. They're so mad about it. <laughs> it's, pro- it's probably like for them, like when you play one of those shitty games, like the new God of Wars that has like 80 forced helplessness crawling sections where you can't <laughs> use your weapon. Now I'm picturing a German Shepherd, not just in the Oakley uh, sunglasses, but like uh, one of those really tight Under Armour shirts. Yeah. Also, that like you know every guy wears, uh, you know not every guy, but you know that type of guy wears at an airport. They've got the uniform, they've got the Oakley shades, they've got the too tight Under Armour shirt, and they've got the cargo shorts. There was a guy who used to come to the bar I worked at, and he would like he would disrobe. And- <laughs> What and, kind of bar did you work at? Well, he he wasn't getting naked. He was like taking off his like normal clothes and he had a whole like under armor like long sleeve and like compression pants to play pool. <laughs> <laughs> I love that like he had He to, wasn't even that good. It, it's like, you know, like an athlete like you've got it under your sweats. You've got like your performance grade uh uh clothing. Yeah. And all that's like that was a time in my life where I was like working at psychotically and I, I did have stuff like that. Like I had a ton of compression pants, which is just like a great way to make your dick and balls look insane. <laughs> it just, it like, it, it makes your, it makes your cock look like one of those German letters. that's supposed to be an S and an H at the same time. <laughs> and like, it was, it was one of those things with working out where it's like, we all do it. It's like battle ropes. It's like, I don't really know what this is doing. <laughs> it looks cool though. It looks cool, but it's like, what the fuck is this doing? I don't know. It's gotta be bad for your sperm count uh, long-term also. Yeah. You gotta, don't compress. <laughs> don't I haven't don't got, compressed. Um. I haven't counted them lately, so I don't really know. Um, but yeah, it like, seems like, it seems like you can, that doesn't, the only thing that can really make you like infertile as a man is if you, um, give away your seed too much. If no, you don't, if you don't no, retain. No, if you like, you know, were involved in nuclear testing, <laughs> everything else is like, seems like fine. Like Bob Dylan has been a functional heroin addict for like 150 years <laughs> and he has what, like four kids or something. It seems fine. It seems like you, it seems like no matter how hard you try, you cannot get rid of child creating seed. Few, few know this, but hard drugs are actually good for your sperm count. I mean, maybe um, a lot of cases of you know one of the characters in This Is Us, his dad was a heroin addicted poet <laughs> who dropped him off at a firehouse. Two two things you would assume uh, kill any sperm in your body. Yeah, it's just, you unless <laughs> especially you, the poet part. Yeah, unless you get a vasectomy, and even that's not a hundred percent. It really nukes are the only way. I guess the last thing I have to say about Commander is that like the funny thing about all these Secret Service agents getting bitten is that when you were a Secret Service agent, the top line of your job description is that if necessary, you were supposed to step in front of a bullet for the president. So I think you can handle getting nipped by the president's dog, and in fact. Maybe these secrets are, if they, if they could spawn it a different way, they were actually protecting other members of the White House from being bitten by these dogs. They were just, no, and like, <laughs> by, 
Just throwing their wrist in in the, in the path of that dog's snarling mouth. Yeah, these, these are not Clint Eastwood style uh, <laughs> Secret Service agents. Like you know, to me, this is like pussy shit. It's like yeah, like you, not only would you not die for Biden, but like you're bitching and moaning about you know just a little chomp chomp. But it's like they're not like if Commander attacked Biden once. He would die instantly. <laughs> so I don't think he has any animus towards Biden. I mean, it's making me think that maybe Commander is attacking Biden and they have to yeah. dive in front of the, the chomp. No, because like then even as a puppy, he would have bitten Biden. And Biden has what, like four ounces of blood in his entire <laughs> body? Like there's no way that's happening. Like if Commander like did that thing that big dogs do where like they they sidle up to you like a little too hard, Biden would be dead. Yeah, I'm just surprising uh, uh, Clint Eastwood in, in the line of fire. We was like back in the Kennedy administration. I had Jack's ear. I used to sneak in bitches for his dog to fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I had his ear. What happened to his ear? Uh, <laughs> fell off the back of a car. Frank, don't fucking lie to me. I have a rendezvous with death. Oh, and so does the president. And so do you, Frank, if you get too close to me. You have a rendezvous with my ass, motherfucker. Okay, so uh, moving over to the other big story in Washington this week. Uh, speaking, speaking of bitches, uh, Kevin McCarthy no longer... The, the House has no speaker. What is the House going to do without a speaker? Elect Donald Trump. Yes, that is the big speculation I now. couldn't believe that this has apparently never happened. No, yeah. I, I, I literally I, I, never. I, I, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was going to be. I thought this happened. Like, I, no, I, I, thought, I literally thought this was going to be one of those things where like, oh, this hasn't happened since the, you know, since the uh, barley compromise in 1839. One of those bullshit things where like every politician's name was like, Farley Master Gunkmeyer. <laughs> it was a big deal if you like, uh, you know, nominated a Swedish person to be in your cabinet. <laughs> but no, this has never happened. I also don't think it had never ha like. Uh, that's a bad way to phrase it, but I also don't think it had ever happened where uh, it took how many ballots to elect him in the first place, like eighteen or something. Like this is this is like history's most cursed. But even man. even that had precedent. That was one of those things where it was like, oh. That hadn't happened since 1859. Right. Just like, yeah, okay, obviously. But like Dennis Hastert, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, who was, you know, he, weirdest pedophilia scandal ever because he wasn't fucking kids while he was speaker. It's so weird. He did it like 50 years before. Right. And it's like, uh, he's the only case I've ever heard of where it was like, he did it like once and was like, all right, got it out of my <laughs> And But then of I just want like, to try it out. Obviously, obviously like, you know, people found out about it and he had to do all these weird real estate deals to like cover it up. And he was hilariously, he was beholden to an ice cream baron in Illinois, <laughs> Jim Oberweiss. There was all this shit, but like, even like people didn't find out about that until it was like, he was 10 years out of office and Jim Wright, Everyone knows Jim Wright in the 90s did some boring thing with an airport and had to resign. Carl Albert, the Tung Sung Park scandal. But these guys all resigned. They all resigned. Like during the Clinton impeachment, was it like uh, the, what's the guy's name? Livingston or something? The, 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 yeah, the, Livingston. Yeah, yeah. Like because Larry Flint published. Yeah. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kevin, uh, Kevin um, he almost became speaker instead of Paul Ryan but he was the last guy to get his career sidelined by having a regular affair with someone his age. <laughs> <laughs> he, he fucked this uh, woman named Renee Elmers, who is like probably the last Republican ever who is like, I don't know if we should make four year olds give birth. <laughs> and uh, she like, she had to leave and he got to keep being a representative, but like, you know, his, his entire career has been cursed. He's the last Republican who's like friends with Frank Luntz. <laughs> and he just, uh, yeah. He's the, the last of the, the young guns. The young guns. Him, gun, Paul yeah. Ryan, Eric Cantor. He was the last one still in, in office. And I guess he's still in office, but man, this is. Well, he doesn't even Ooh. know if he's going to stay in, which yeah. is like, I wouldn't. Yeah, why would you? <laughs> yeah. You've been so, so roundly marked as a loser. And like, you know, uh, the stupidest guy in the world who probably did sex trafficking did this to you. Yeah. I mean, well, Matt, oh, one more thing. Uh, you, you bring up Dennis Hastert, which is great because take a guess who the number one guy is now. Like the, the, the big push to replace Kevin McCarthy. Who's the, who's the name being bandied about? Jim Jordan. <laughs> 
like basically we see like you know another guy who's not exactly blameless in the sex crimes but also uh, literally the exact like these were both cases of a republican guy involved with a wrestling team yep like dennis hastard was a wrestling coach who fucked kids Jim Jordan was a wrestling coach who like heard about someone fucking kids and was like, not my business. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, like, like wrestling coaches There's something about the sport of wrestling that seems to, you know, kind of like gymnastics or something like something about molding young bodies that like seems, seems to encourage a certain type of sicko and like attract, you know, like that bad uh, molestation energy. Well, on one hand, they are giving kids permanent damage by forcing 14-year-old boys to dehydrate themselves for weeks at a time. <laughs> and it seems like um, uh, maybe a quarter of coaches are actively molesting them. <laughs> uh, on the other hand, it's one of the biggest reasons that Americans are competitive in mixed martial arts. <laughs> so, like, so, who's to say? Like, it's is, it, is it a wash? Is yeah. It, yeah, it's kind of a wash. Like, do you, do you want the sport to be dominated by like Brazilians or Russians. I don't. <laughs> I just imagine uh, like Kevin McCarthy on his way out the door, like Jim Jordan just says to him, hit the showers. kid." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, the real star of the McCarthy ouster is of course, Matt Gates, who's having like, he's having a real moment in the sun now. And of course, like the Republicans who are very pissed off about this are bringing up a lot of Matt Gates shit. And okay. So this one, uh, this is a guy, uh, a representative Mullen, who says... Nick Mullen. Yeah, representative <laughs> Nick Mullen says... Is this Mark Wayne Mullen? Yeah, I think so. Mark Wayne Mullen's oh, an MMA fighter. An MMA fighter. He's an MMA fighter. He would... Um, there used to be these puff pieces about him and Tulsi Gabbard like, doing CrossFit together. And uh. it was like, uh, you know, differences melt away when two people are doing mixed martial When you're arts. jumping up on uh, the elevated box. Yeah, but he's... Uh, yeah, his... His name, one word, Mark Wayne. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, Mark Wayne says, he was being accused of sleeping with underage girls. Honestly, there, were, there, there was no colleagues who came out and defended him because quite frankly, the stuff he would show on the floor and brag about before he was married, we thought the allegations were reasonable oh, and we would always have to walk away from him. Mullen is referring to allegations previously reported where members said he liked to show them nude photos of women he slept with. On the floor? Yes. This is amazing. That's such a great thing to do as someone who's older than like 13. Yeah. <laughs> like, like showing anyone like pictures of like, look, I fucked her. Look, yeah. she, look her tits. I've seen those in person. <laughs> Don't you wish you'd seen these tits in person? Yeah, just, yeah, just walking up to, to Mark Wayne, one word. Mark, walk up to Mark Wayne and just being like, smell my fingers, bro. Yeah. Yeah, word. Shocker. Yeah. Yeah, like, no. show, like showing like Thomas Massey, a girl's puckered asshole. <laughs> but it says here, uh, showing Steve Scalise, uh, someone's pussy. Uh, yeah. Also being bandied about as uh, a potential speaker, uh, even though it seems he's dying of cancer. <laughs> Wait, who? Uh, Steve Scalise. Oh, well, oh Steve Scalise. That, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Guy, that guy cannot take a hint from God. <laughs> <laughs> that is, God is just keeps telling him to get out of here. And he's like, Lord, I'll keep praying through your strength. And it's like, no, I'm trying to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and I have been for some time. Yeah. He's, his dick got shot off. Uh, <laughs> Trump called him fat in the hospital. And now he's got cancer. cancer. Yeah. And it's not like, like Jamie Raskin got cancer and everyone like, even now, like everyone came together. Like Marjorie Teller Green was like, you know, I love you. I hope you go to Jewish heaven and all this <laughs> shit. But like Steve Scalise, like no one gives a shit. Like I haven't seen any well wishes towards him no. by anyone, not even Republicans. Like no one seems like, to like him. Already on borrowed time. This is all gravy. Like you know, stop, stop soaking up the oxygen for the rest of us, <laughs> dude. If my fucking cock got shut off, <laughs> and and then I got cancer, and I'm still going to like this special subcommittee hearing on Coast Guard malfeasance. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Like you have a family, and even if you don't like them, just like do heroin or something. <laughs> Go to your beach house. There's a few more bit, uh, bits of uh, Matt Gates gossip. It says uh, Mark Wayne Mullen, 
then said Gates would ridicule his elderly constituents referring to events in his district as, quote, selling catheters, which I got to say, that's a pretty I, good burn. I, I, yeah. I, that, that's like, I, I got to respect that. That yeah. is a very funny way because selling cath. If you are if you are a representative in Congress, selling catheters is a perfect description of what you do. Yeah. To get elected. Uh, that, but also if I said, finally, Mullen said the very first thing Gates ever said to him was that then Congresswoman, now South Dakota Governor Christy Noem, was, quote, a fine bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which, once again, gotta kind of give, gotta give, gotta give the devil Matt, his due. Matt gotta Gates give Matt Gates his due. uses the soft A on the, on the, <laughs> the house floor. Christy Noem is like, there's something like sort of CGI about her. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, she is attractive, but there's something like, unreal about her that I can't quite describe. Yeah, she needs a mole or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, her her skin is, like, just way too clear for, like, a 50-year-old woman. She's no Representative Nancy Mace. She's she's no uh, <laughs> the, the uh, Meg is, Whitmer. The fun is bitch in all of Congress. Yeah. Um, no one? Gov- Gov- gorgeous Gretchen. Yeah, Gorgeous. Or, sorry, what did I say? Meg? Meg, yeah. Gre- Gretchen. Gretchen what, whatever. You know what I mean. It's all good. I guess Someone, like, someone's got to keep getting names wrong on this show. And obviously everyone's like, oh, like the, the house is in chaos. This is unprecedented. This is unprecedented. Like these people just, they, they want to burn it all down and laugh or whatever. I will say though, I, I do have to acknowledge that like the issue, like one of the main issues that's actually like being debated here, like that is at stake here is the continued funding of the Ukraine war, which Gates is wholly against and wants to like hold up the, the like the, the bill that would keep the government open and not going to shut down over funding of Ukraine. And I got to say, obviously like the, the, the continued thing of like, Oh, the, we're going to have a government shutdown is absurd. But like, I have to note the irony that like Matt Gates is the most prominent anti-imperialist in the uh, Congress right now. Chapo Trap House does not care about Ukrainian. And look, I, 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 I look, look, um, there's not no credit to him, but like, I, I, I think it sucks that like even Bernie Sanders is like, Oh, look, we have to keep, funding ukraine uh, but, but, like yeah that that was that was the thing that everyone like that was the 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 one thing that was the 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 fucking the fulcrum of all of this was like will we keep funding ukraine or not there's no like even a small group of people that was like oh what if we like i don't know make a fucking public option or something not even medicare for all it's fucking funding ukraine in this counteroffensive that isn't going anywhere uh, two gr- two groups of assholes with like completely uh, deformed World War II symbology uh, <laughs> fighting over uh, uh, anytime fitness franchise. <laughs> so like yeah, like the, some of the names being bit, like I said, Jim Jordan, Steve Scalise, <laughs> so funny. The, the, the yeah, the guy who got his dick shot off and was previously before getting his dick shot off was mostly known for um, saying I'm like David Duke. But like, I mean that in a good way. <laughs> like speaking at like the Ku Klux Klan convention, and, and then, then being like, "Oops, uh, I didn't know David Duke was also on the bill." And then Jim Jordan, of course, we we have already mentioned what what's up with that guy. Well, I like the guy who's the temporary speaker now. Oh, the oh, the Oval Redenbacher looking guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, okay, when they, he slammed that gavel that down, awesome. that was yeah. He was so pissed off. Yeah, he's a throwback. You know, there used to be all the time, there used to be Republicans like that all the time who wore bow ties and were like, Barack Obama, I challenge you to read Friedrich von Mises. Like like he's, all those guys got replaced by, you know, hideous CrossFit instructors who, uh, you know, cheated on their husbands and like. And pedophile wrestling coaches. Pedophile wrestling coaches. There are only two kinds of Republican now. Women who own diarrhea restaurants. (laughs) Like, Like all those guys, all those guys got replaced. The only one left, Patrick McHenry and then uh, Thomas Massey. Those are the only guys who are like, you know, uh, you should read Milton Friedman. <laughs> uh, I like I like uh, Adam Smith. They would know Adam Smith. Adam Smith is a lib. Go, go fuck, yeah. <laughs> Adam Smith, no, Adam Smith by now, he's a soy libtard. Yeah. Maybe David Ricardo. Maybe. <laughs> I liked that immediately after that guy became temporary speaker, I started seeing some of the like groiper crowd putting like the glowing eyes memes around him. And I couldn't help but be like, y- even you guys don't know who this guy is. You're just, you're going through the motions on these memes. You got to yeah. get a new format. Yeah. And it was because he was like, um, he kicked the Democrats out of some room. 
It was, it was very pathetic. That's, that's American Which, politics You know, it's probably like reported, oh, he kicked the Democrats out, but he probably in practice was just like, knock, knock. Oh, I, I had this checked out at 4.30. Can you guys uh, get... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like at a media startup. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, like, um, I'm on I, the I, iPad. I've yeah, this yeah. phone booth um, <laughs> yes. at 4.30, and uh, it's actually 4.32 right now. Uh, clearly on the schedule, I booked the Illmatic conference room for 4.15 to 4.45. <laughs> I, I booked the notorious RBG phone booth. <laughs> I remember at the wing, like all of the conference rooms actually did have names like that. I was remembering like when, when like the, the Rosie, the Riveter conference room, <laughs> no one could find it though. I just remember when Google was going to have their headquarters, like right next to the Queensbridge projects in Long Island city. I was just like sweating thinking about like that. They would name all of their conference rooms, like prodigy havoc. Like it would be our component. They would have. Yeah. They would have been like, yeah, it would have been all the Nas conference rooms and that would just be, well, they should have a room uh, named after my favorite Nas song, uh, rewind <laughs> where it starts with him. It, the whole conceit of the song is that it's going in reverse and it starts with him getting his dick sucked because, but because it's in rewind, he's like, she spits the nut back in my dick, <laughs> which is like disgusting to think about. <laughs> Yeah, the most unattractive way to describe a blowjob is in reverse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, quickly before you, uh, the, the other the other story I forgot to get to on Monday that was I talked about uh, hijinks and shenanigans in Congress. The thing about Jamal Bowman pulling the fire oh, alarm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to make it that story like because he was, like he was like oh I like he was just like he said he was like opened an emergency exit door that caused a fire alarm. But like let's be honest. I know the right wingers are furious about this. I saw one guy say this is literally worse than January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I got to say the point that they made that I, I find credible is what was Jamal Bowman's job before he was in Congress? He was a middle school principal. I'm sorry. If there's one motherfucker who knows about the, the, the power of pulling a fire alarm, yeah. it's Jamal Bowman. Bring back pranks to Congress, <laughs> you know, just like little like fifth grade pranks, you know, like, oh, I'm uh yeah, uh, pulling the fire alarm or uh, setting off a stink bomb, or, or I deflated all of the dodgeball balls. <laughs> we released two pigs, marked one and three, into the congressional <laughs> building. You know, cows can't go downstairs. <laughs> but like the last thing else about the speaker house is, of course, the most entertaining and uh, the best option, in my opinion, is of course. The Speaker of the House is one of those like Airbud style, <laughs> like uh, sort of quirks of the American government. Is that like you do not actually have to be elected to any position to be elected Speaker of the House? They can choose anyone. They should make yeah. it a mascot type position. <laughs> the Philly fanatic, <laughs> uh, freaking uh, gritty, yeah, uh, gritty, yeah. Get some epic gritty in there. No, but of course, every like the like Marjorie Taylor Greene, like all the, like they Trump. As Speaker of the House. Can you imagine a job he would hate more? <laughs> I, that's all I can think of. It's him like, like dealing with Robert's Rules of Order and being like, what the hell is the difference between postpone and table? I don't you know. You actually what have to show up to meetings and most importantly, like spend time with no, all these fucks that you hate. Unlike being president, it actually does matter if you're literally physically there to yeah. be president for votes and things like that. He would yeah, hate and, it. And there's no, yeah, like, if you want to pass, like, you know, are we going to fund the entire government for the next four months? You have to be there for the vote before, which is like, you know, we're going to have a non-binding resolution honoring the contributions of indigenous people to the <laughs> show, Mr. Ed. <laughs> I, I would love to I would love to see him uh, the whoever the parliamentarian is become his like enemy number one in his like truth posts. Yeah, of being, like the he's parliamentarian. Just, he's he's very unfair like, to me. Like the scope over the a photo of that guy's yeah. face. Yeah, that guy's just like you have to call to order before you call to there vote. Has to be a second. Yes, I, I think uh, uh, Josh pointed it out, but like, it like Trump being speaker of the house would be worth it for the like. The, the still images of the state of the union where he's just like right behind Biden's yeah. shoulder. And you know, he like his, his reaction expressions. I mean, honestly, he may, he may just be, heck, he would just heckle Biden during it. <laughs> yeah. He would like, during the state of the union, he would just be going wrong, wrong. <laughs> Again, fuck the state of the union. That shit is so boring. It's it is never so pointless. Been, it's ne the only thing I remember from the past, like 12 state of the unions is when, um, Trump shouted out that cop who stole a kid. <laughs> well, That's the only thing I remember. I also remember liberals going crazy when uh, Trump was delivering the State of the Union and Nancy Pelosi did her like, eh, like little like cute clap. Uh, here's a question though, which I genuinely don't know the answer to. Could he be both Speaker of the House and President? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah who, or, who or, cares? Would the, or would it making him Speaker take him out of the running for President? No, because again, like he wouldn't be elected. Like he has no like term of office to uh, uphold. But I mean, like, 
Unlike writing for president, it'd be a hard down to it would be a hard job to hold down effectively while also being on trial for ten different states. <laughs> well, yeah, he wears a lot of hats. I mean, I guess the point is the unspoken point is like if you got him in there, that the work like Congress would just halt, like he it would just not do anything, and then they would all get the people who want to shut down the government would get that, and then everybody could hoot and holler about non functionality, and you know the more dysfunction benefits the the hardcore Republican how caucus. Could you tell, but, how could you tell the difference? You know? I mean, if he's literally like, won't show up to open the doors, like yeah. <laughs> the doors in the morning. Yeah. Little known our role of the speaker is being the yeah, only I, one with the key. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, it's like when you're waiting for class and like the professor hasn't shown up yet. So you're just all like sitting in the hall. I think we need more like truly dumb shit. Like they have in Eng- the British parliament. Oh yeah. Like, the mace the mace is it, like, they can't conduct business until the like official sigils of power are like consecrated. They do that thing they where they like a- knock on the door three times oh, and then yeah. they say no. Oh, we have the fucking parliamentarian. Who is this asshole? The parliamentarian should be like the official, the sword holder. The sword of uh, democracy or something. He holds the rules. And they're like, oh, we, oh, God, we got to pass this uh, omnibus spending bill. But like, where's the sword? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm grateful to the, I'm grateful to a dedicated servant of the house for bringing forward the mace and restoring it to its place. I'm sorry, but under the power given to me by standing order number 24, number 43 and I think the honourable gentleman will know the implications of his action I must order the honourable gentleman to withdraw immediately from the house for the remainder of this day's sitting Felix do you know anything about the the Taliban guy Lord um, Miles. I mean like yeah, yeah Lord Miles I guess, yeah. this, this, I guess this is the, the last story for today uh, headline Brit danger tourist Lord Miles feared murdered by Taliban alive and well and living in luxury it's uh, so like, uh, is this guy all cap or like, uh, is he dead? What's going? Like, Do you know what, what, like okay, well, what, what, what um, source is telling you he's this living? Is, in this is the mirror. Ben Norton. <laughs> is there recent pictures of him in there, or is it just? Are they just transcribing what the Twitter account said, where they're like, we need two weeks to show proof. <laughs> yeah, we, we we need two weeks to uh, do an AI image of him alive and well. What, what so? What is this guy's deal? I've, so, I've so okay. So this guy is like he's like a uh, you know like a trad cath like conservative like youth in, influencer. He was there during the initial you know uh, withdrawal from Afghanistan. Um, they had to extract him. Uh, he later did this thing where he like he went to New York and he's like, actually, this is more dangerous. Oh yeah, he was in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, he was in Brooklyn. Yeah. He was like, this is more frightening to me than uh, you know, uh, Kabul. Well, yeah, he, got, he sure got owned. Then. Yeah. So he went back to Afghanistan and no one's actually seen or heard from him in six months. But like in that time, all the stuff from his Twitter account, um, most generously, you could say it has the verbiage of a non-native English. <laughs> Um, and it's every, every once a month for six months, they've been like, we're going to show you're all going to eat your words. We're going to show you proof. Miles is still alive in two weeks. And like (laughs) normal, like, like this could like, look, this could very well be him doing this, you know, like you can't discount anything. This would be, that's a great stunt to do, right. To pretend that you've been captured and someone took over your fucking Twitter and like make it seem like they killed you. But I don't like no one under 25 has the attention span to do it that long. You know what I mean? (laughs) And just that I don't know if he would have the artistry to fuck up uh, English phrases in the way that whoever's running the Twitter account is. It's like Twitter accounts that are like, I'm a, I'm a young woman in my twenties, but if you check my entire social media feed, I've never posted a single image of myself. Yeah. Um, it's all been a Harvard study. Well, I mean, this is the update from the, the mirror. Uh, it says here, Miles Rutledge, a 23 year old from Birmingham was feared dead after his social media accounts went silent when he was captured by Taliban warlords in Afghanistan in March. But Miles also known as Lord Miles on YouTube is safe well, and maybe on the brink of a lucrative gold mine deal with ta- the Taliban. Oh, so this is all from the Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I, I've already seen this shit on the Twitter. They said that first they said he came there to open up a fucking gold mine in Afghanistan. <laughs> then they said that he was detained by the Taliban when he was tra- when he was selling signed, uh, you know, those cheetah shoes that the Taliban wear. <laughs> they, they were saying <laughs> that. They were saying that. They were saying that um, 
in the quote unquote prison he's in, he has servants and that he bought that everyone snacks and that the Taliban loves him. So they're not reporting anything that isn't from his Twitter, I'm presuming. Yeah, it says, uh, yeah, on the brink of a lucrative gold mine deal with Taliban higher ups, according to a quote, trusted friend who speaks with him regularly. <laughs> right, so no image, no video, nothing. Just and who is reporting on the fucking Twitter. <laughs> he has also attended, I love this. He has also attended a number of picnics and dinners with the Taliban bigwigs. I love, I love the phrase Taliban bigwigs. You know, the, who are the real Taliban movers and shakers? And it goes on. Uh, the friend who did not reveal his identity added that the prison is more like a hotel than a jail where he has access to an Xbox, his own servant, and can even dial out for takeaways. It's a Norwegian, yeah, they, it's they, a Norwegian style they prison. Up, they up the Xbox thing. They up it every time. Now he has a gaming PC and has every Team Fortress 2 update. <laughs> I, no, the, literally, I saw that. I, I, the, 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 yeah, no. The, the other thing is like, the most recent spat of shit that's come from that account has been complaining that like people got his Patreon suspended, which is like, you know, look, I don't think anyone's Patreon should be suspended, but you got to admit you're putting Patreon in a really tough spot when your Patreon is like, give $5 a month to the sanctioned Taliban. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like what the fuck can they do in that, in, in that instance? So is that the whole scam? I mean, Cause I, all through this, I was like, what is the benefit for the Taliban to keep the appearances of the dipshit that being sweet, alive? That sweet, sweet Patreon. It's what, like $400 a month that well, he's getting? Well, I, no, mean, I, saw, I saw again on the Twitter feed that like, you know, whoever's running it is mad because they're like, stop reporting this. He's losing thousands of dollars a month. <laughs> Like very specifically, like he's losing thousands of dollars each time you do this. It could, it also like could just not be the Taliban. It could just be like some guy. It could just yes. be like a local warlord or something. Or, and like yeah. if you're a local warlord and you can get, I don't know how much he makes on Patreon. He's pretty Let's popular. See. Probably see. like, you know, $4,000, $5,000 a month. And pull up the old That's Patreon app. In Afghanistan, if you're a warlord, that's probably fucking awesome. Oh, you eating good. Yeah. Well, speaking of eating good. This year, Yeah. It's more like a hotel than a jail where he has access to Xbox. By the way, when I, when I read that, Felix, I was thinking like, it, if you were put in a Taliban prison and they were like, don't worry, you can order takeaway, you have a servant, and here's an Xbox, you'd be like, this is cruel and unusual, but yeah, no, I'm not playing a fucking shooter. I'm not playing a shooter on Xbox. Like, I, I no, I, even games that require a controller, I'd rather have a PC where I can have access to 240 frames. I would go on Hunger Strike. <laughs> Bobby, Sands. you're doing a Bobby yeah. Sands until until the gaming uh, rig this here moves. Um, how the fuck? How the fuck could I ever play Lives of P on 60 frames a second? There's a seven, like a seven frame parry window. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> It says here, yes, if the prisoner fancies eggs for tea, his servants go out and buy him eggs. If he doesn't <laughs> like the dish they make, they get him pizza instead, the friend claimed. How do you think Kabuli pizza yeah, is? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's read the at, like, go when you go to the Twitter, it is just like, this is not him. <laughs> this is bizarre. Yeah. The friend said that Miles is being treated so well because the Taliban are fans of his book and think he's a, quote, goofy guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's silly season the, in Kabul. The, the Taliban, the Taliban you know famously big fans of goofy guys. <laughs> big fans of... We, we, need a, we need a goofy author in here. Perhaps he has found a position as kind of a, a, a jester of a sorts. Jester, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of, like, a lot of his, like, friends are saying, like, you know, Stay tuned. I've spoken to him, you know, in the coming days, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, he probably, like, maybe he is alive. But, you like, know? the way two weeks for proof of life thing is weird. It's kind of like, oh, you know, I have a girlfriend in Canada. Just give me two weeks until I can uh, find a photo of her. <laughs> there, okay. There is a guy who I, I sort of know who I, I don't think is a bullshitter who says he's alive. I mean, he could very well be alive, but be captive. Yeah. You know? Who knows? Just now, I'm just imagining one of those like Taliban or or like formerly uh, like Al Qaeda like captive videos. But instead of just like holding up a newspaper with the gun to your head, it's like doing a YouTube vlog update where you just have, are like staring blank eyed into the things, being like, <laughs> "Hey guys, I'm here <laughs> in Kabul. It's yeah. great." The YouTube thumbnail is yeah. so I got captured by the <laughs> yeah. Taliban. Yeah. Yeah. Taliban <laughs> sucked me off. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get some emotes going in the chat. So it is like Justin Wang, who I know, he like he wouldn't like bullshit about this. Um, he's a he's a YouTuber. He does a, he does some a great videos. He 
he did a great history of Goatsy. You know, oh. any, any friend of Goatsy is a friend of mine. <laughs> uh, he says he's alive. Um, I I could believe he's alive, absolutely, but it just like I can't imagine that like it's the actual Taliban is like what a goofy guy we love his <laughs> we, we love, love his, his fucking memes yeah <laughs> and by the way have I been missing before about the Taliban I I thought like their policy on books is that there's only one that they're a fan of <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't think they're big they're big like fantasy readers well I mean and this guy he didn't even he's this guy didn't even write a, 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 a even a shitty fantasy book this is just his book is like my adventure is being a rapscallion and a world traveler all right so again on the content tip uh, okay so his patreon uh at his top uh like 30 to 40 patrons uh, a month 180 bucks a bucks a month i That's mean it? yes oh well i get you know again 180 dollars like, spends in in afghanistan he, i guess but he's like i'm surprised at that he's like pretty well known but i'm i'm just because now i'm thinking about like this was maybe six eight months ago there were there's stories coming out about in the post withdrawal Afghanistan, like all the Taliban guys had to put down their AKs and like start, you know, managing workflows yeah. on computers and yeah. being online all the time. And they're like, this sucks. We wish we were in insurgency <laughs> we're, again. We're not riding around in the back of Jeeps anymore. So, I think, I, I'm just, so I'm imagining they're bringing this guy in and kind of like making him at gunpoint teach them how to be content creators. He's, for this yeah. he's, their, he's their social media yeah. manager. I'm just, I'm just fucking surprised at how few patrons he, it just like, you know, I don't agree with the guy, but he's really gone out of his way to make content. <laughs> he's yes. like, this guy has gone. I, I didn't even want to go to Canada. <laughs> I like, I, I like, he did. Ba- I, like, sure. I, I, I fucking barely did that. I was like, okay. And then, and this fucking guy is like, I'm going to, I'm going to ride like a DC 10 with one working <laughs> propeller to fucking Afghanistan. And like, if I was doing all that, and making, even if I was making 10 times more than he was, even if I was, even if I had like 300 patrons, I'd be like, fuck you. I'm not doing this shit. But he, I mean, hey, the Protestant, is he Protestant? Catholic work ethic. Catholic. Catholic work ethic. <laughs> yeah. That's a, you the know, Catholic convert work ethic. Don't, yes. don't like, don't like the guy, but the Catholic convert work ethic, very impressive. He's just in it for the love of the game. I, I, I would not even, I wouldn't even fucking go to Palm Springs. <laughs> For 10 times the amount he's making. But like, hey, you got to start somewhere. You know what? I got to say, it's all the skeptics out there who said that like, oh, like there are no photos of Felix in Canada. (laughs) 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 No, but it says here, uh, uh, the pal, in, in the Twitter thread, the pal acknowledged that him being unable to share photos of Miles may spark speculation that he's dead, but people have no idea what Lord Miles is capable of thriving in. And I always say the same thing about Felix. Like, you know, it's always tough. You always get sick when you travel, but people really don't understand how, like, the conditions that you're capable of thriving I, well, in. I and did, by that, I mean Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, like, the worst, the worst one was, like, last year when my throat was literally closed in Portland. Yeah. That was fucked up. I was, like, hobbling all over the place and, like, just, like, squeaking from my throat. <laughs> And Bill Oakley met me and it was the most horrified I've ever seen. Like he thought I was giving him, I was going to give him 10 types of cancer <laughs> by looking at, I mean, I understand like I looked very fucked up, uh, but uh, like, um, Port- Portland, Oregon, about as hostile an environment to Felix's continents oh, as, uh, as the Taliban, the Taliban would be yeah. to yeah. a Catholic <laughs> wanderer. That was the sickest I've been in years. I really felt, I don't know what the fuck happened. It wasn't COVID. It wasn't COVID. Like we tested. My throat was completely swollen shut. Staying at a day's end didn't help matters for you. Yeah. That was kind of the worst part of it. <laughs> no, like there really. wasn't even Xbox in there. No, yeah, that really it was pre me having a Steam Deck too. Uh, it says in the first update, Miles' followers have had in month. He continued at first, like all of you, I was worried that he was struggling in some bad place. But then he described how the Taliban like Titanic in Rambo Three. And it's like Rambo three, obviously. They're, 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 yeah, it's obvious they like love that, that movie. movie. But they've got a soft side also. Yeah. And Miles has plenty to keep in prison. Uh, Miles has plenty to keep in prison while incarcerated, as he's reportedly working on his second book, which is entitled "Lord Miles Holiday in Taliban Prison." I can't wait to live <laughs> yeah, the next Paddington movie. It's like a lash, national lampoon yeah. uh, installment. I am. I am just imagining their appreciation of Titanic being like, "Yeah, it's great." You watch a bunch of decadent Westerners engage in uh, absurd luxury and, and then, then die because of it. Yeah, them, yeah, exactly. 
And See, his, God's punishment a, a meted out on them, tale. Yes. And his imprisonment has not prevented his main line of work, which is shooting YouTube videos. His next step <laughs> is to travel to New York City after being made extremely wealthy through the gold mine. <laughs> that's that's the part. That's the part I have a little trouble with. It just like. If it was so easy to start a gold mine in Afghanistan, <laughs> you know, you figure anyone else would have done that. <laughs> Every like Tom, a, Dick, and Harry. Or, I'm sorry, like, well, like the U.S. Blackwater, yeah. Black, like, Blackwater would have fucking done it. Blackwater would, 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 would do that. But, again, Catholic convert work ethic. It's probably just because, like, back when it was, like, the world's biggest the opium production facility, uh, there was, like, what, why even bother with the gold? Like, this yeah. <laughs> got black gold coming out of the ground, you know? Yeah, I guess... You know, you don't get a lot of return customers for gold. So <laughs> like gold is something you really buy once. Yeah. Bob Dylan isn't a functional gold addict. Yeah. Again, though, you know, I was, until I saw Justin Wing, you know, say it, I was like, he's fucking dead. Now, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's anyone's Actually, guess. I mean, you mentioned the, the history of goats. He actually... Uh, 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 Lord Miles' next YouTube video will be recreating Goatsy in an African prison. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, here it says, he wrote, yo, guys, been taken by Afghan intelligence. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, I've been taken by Afghan intelligence for taking like $1,000 out of Western Union. And then he writes him the sus amount. No internet, no idea when this will uh, end. Everything is good, but please excuse my lack of communication. Well, I have to say that like, as you know, as Matt and Trey have told us, the truth is sometimes always in the middle <laughs> where it's like he's not dead, but he doesn't have, you know, a million servants and everyone loves him. It seems like he's in prison, right? Yes. That seems to be that he's in prison and the Taliban's taking his money. The Taliban or whoever. Again, it could just be a warlord. Um, a cabbie. <laughs> yeah, it is. Again, it's like but the thing is, like, OK, if if Taliban prison is anything like American prison, he should be making videos every day because honestly, like the best content on TikTok yeah. is from people who are currently incarcerated. Yeah, yeah. I so okay now. No, I'm going to say like I'm 60 percent positive he's like fully a captive, <laughs> and that they've exaggerated how good his conditions are. The Patreon thing sounds like whoever's keeping him captive or a proxy for them is like. Um, when they said you're really fucking this up for him, <laughs> you're like really making this bad for him. It sounds like, I don't know. They'll harm him. If the Patreon money doesn't keep coming in. But then again, knowing that it's like $150 a month, it's like, what the fuck? Like sell the heroin $150 a month. What the fuck? Like start a podcast with 85 rotating hosts. <laughs> that, like you, yeah, why did you even try winning the war? Uh, the fucking 40 patrons? You know what? That's <laughs> it? Like, God damn it. It's so, it's so, fu that is so upsetting thinking about how badly America got their ass kicked by people who are like, we need to make as much uh, money as like um, a pot, you know, a discontinued podcast from 2017. That's so little. That's that's the most offensive thing about all of this. Well, you know whether your whether your Patreon has uh, like forty patrons or thousands. I think as the Taliban and Lord Miles are finding out right now, it doesn't matter how big your Patreon is, how big or small, but you do have to have the content. Yes. you do got to yeah, keep content yeah. on a regular schedule. And I think the funniest thing for the like the Taliban Patreon would just be like working on a big project, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that yeah please, please excuse my absence. I'm, I'm researching a new project. Yeah. That, <laughs> I'm launching a new podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like, so the, you know, that account has mentioned like sending him crypto, which is, that's probably like the best way to pay his captors. I'm assuming. I mean, yeah, and yeah I don't imagine <laughs> cash Apple yeah. or Patreon's out now. Can you pay the pizza delivery guy in, in Afghanistan? In, the, pizza in delivery, the pizza thing was the most fucking, that was the most, People's credulity was trash. And this that was like, I don't know. Well, the thing know. about that is like, this guy's supposed to be a world traveler. And like, you know, whether you're captive or not, like, you know, it's like going to France and getting burger. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, there gotta be some, you know, at, there's some good Afghan food that you can eat. I mean, it's like, you go to Argentina and Argentina has basically the same, it, it's basically America. Like, 
demographically, yeah, more the, or less. Same right? percentage of Nazis. Right, same percentage <laughs> of Nazis, et cetera, et cetera. You look at their pizza and it's horrifying. Oh, oh yeah. it's a horror show. Yeah, yeah. Imagine what it's like in Afghanistan where there are no Italians or Germans. <laughs> <laughs> Probably marginally better than Israeli pizza, though. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's hard to get worse than that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, well, I, I just, I got to say, now I am on the side of believing he's alive, but um, <laughs> in precarious circumstances, <laughs> one might say. Uh, yeah, uh, everyone just, you know, like, I, I know it's been a while since they've updated the Patreon, but like, trust me, the Taliban is working on a new podcast that examines history through the lens of the past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, examines... <laughs> I should just <laughs> wrestling from a leftist perspective. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, I, I respect all Patreon. Cre- I, I respect all, I respect yeah, all, I yeah. respect I and I root creators. for all Patreon yeah. creators. So, you know, Lord Miles, if you're listening to this, like, you know, Keep we call him and post <laughs> on. Actually, the Taliban wants some tips on, you know, yeah, uh, please yeah, get yeah. in touch. I can tell you what mics to buy. <laughs> we, the, the first orders you should get. Isn't it amazing? That those annoying Jewish guys, the last two in Afghanistan, oh, yeah. they fared way better than this guy. Can you imagine if those like, they guys never, had a they, podcast? They didn't, get, they didn't get taken captive. They were just like, go, you suck. Was <laughs> that the guy who was just like, uh, like the last Jew in Afghanistan? Yeah. And they he kicked like, him out for being they annoying. They just came out because he was so annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He had a better time of things. You know, it really is. You know, sometimes you really are chosen. Podcast. That would have been great. Just, just kvetching back and forth. Well, there was one other Jew in Afghanistan. They hated each other. Oh, yeah, yeah they were yeah. enemies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. God, someone needs to adapt that. Someone, someone um, through proxy uh, got in contact with me on his behalf. But really? he's uh, passed away now. Wow. Yeah. Well, his life rights should be easy to snap up then. He was the, he, so he, he got to go to Israel. And that's like the only guy ever where it's like, all right. You know, <laughs> you know, like hey, it, I it guess just, you earned it. Yeah, like everyone else, fuck you, leave him in a better future where it's no longer like a Zionist state. Like, just let him live there. He's hilarious. <laughs> He's earned it, <laughs> and he would annoy the shit out of everyone. <laughs> well, honestly, set him on the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Let's uh, let's wrap it up there for today. Um. Yeah, that does it for today. No announcements or anything? No. All right. Other than we're just keeping everything going. <laughs> yeah. Hold it down. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. She talk about me kiss. Bobbed the head and spit a nut back in my dick. Started sucking with no hands. A whole lot of spit. Then got up and put a bra back on the tip. Got fully dressed and told me stress really I'm Picked up a Gucci bag and left a nigga behind Walking through the door, she rang the bell twice I vomited, vodka back in my glass with juice and ice The clock went back from three to two to one And that's about the time the story began